Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Krista B from Those Wrestling Girls. Now, if you know me, you know how much of a rock fan I am. And it's been so hard for me to get my hands on an actual rock t-shirt until now. I finally got my rock shirt and I got it from Ripple Junction. Ripple Junction is a team of imaginative pop culture fanatics who creates the planet's most awesome t-shirts and official licensed products. They are armed with all things WWE and it's always some fun, cute designs up there. So you have to go up there. Make sure you go to RippleJunction.com and don't forget to use the code Those Wrestling Girls for 15% off of your purchase. Hope to see you there and you have to let me know what shirts you got. Bye. We're back. It's those wrestling girls. It's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. And today is the last day of our Attitude Era series for the summer, of course, because it's the biggest party in, in summer for wrestling fans, which is SummerSlam. So we had to end it right. We had to do it right. We know we covered Molly Holly. We covered Ivory. We covered... Who else did we cover? We covered a lot. Jacqueline. You know, we threw some stuff in there. We forgot about the forgotten. We um, talked about the forgotten women of WWE. So now we just have to end it with none other than Trish and Lita. Yeah, I mean, like it makes sense too. It just makes so much sense too. And it was funny because we were talking about doing two separate episodes: one for Trish, one for Lita. And then we thought about it like, if we talk about Lita, we're gonna talk about Trish and vice versa. Exactly. And not only does this end our Attitude Era series, but it's also going to begin our Ruthless Aggression series. Yeah. I just, I just dropped a surprise, you guys. There you go. <laughs> so it, it, it's, 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 a good, it's a good thing. Such such a great thing. Um, I don't even think we need notes on Trisha no, Lita. No, no. And I think that's why I'm trying to, like, save Trisha Lita for last because they, they've done it all. Like, they right. went... They've been called, what, pioneers. So many women, our favorite wrestlers now, credit them for inspiring them to, you know, they're our favorite wrestlers, favorite wrestlers, and they're legends, pretty much. Right, right. There's no taking their their resume away from them. Like, they can't, you can't take that. Even if you wanted to, you can try. It's not going to happen. No. But, um, yeah, let's just jump right into it. Trisha Lee, it's like, where do you begin? Like, they both came on the scene around the same time. Mm-hmm. I believe this was 2000, 2001. Yes, yes. Um, it's funny because they always talk about it too, how their career is parallel. Like they started in a group. They both kind of started in a group. Well, their claim to fame, I guess, Team Extreme. And TNA. And TNA. Like, so do you remember watching Trish and Lita like for the first time when you were younger? Well, the first time I've seen Lita, and I said this in previous episodes, she was one of Godfather's hoes. Like, <laughs> that's the first time I've seen Lita. Um, Trish, I think my first time seeing Trish was she was paired up with testing um, A-Train at the time. Um, and I feel like that wasn't his name when he was with TNA. It felt like it was something else, but I know him as A-Train, too. different. yeah. Too many different character names for me to remember. But no, um, I do feel like that's when I first seen her. You know, she was a short, she was like a short, petite, blonde, big boob girl. She wore skirts and she, she wanted, she was the reason why I wanted to wear like cowboy hats and those long sweaters, like those long 
um cardigans like i have a thing for long fall cardigans and stuff but trish was the reason why i wanted to just like rock both of them together because i felt like yo she made it hot i never did maybe it's a good choice looking back at it now but then yeah definitely, I always definitely. Trish's boots. yes her boots like when i was younger like i just wanted those so bad i was like they gave me like spice girl vibes yes yes so 2000 oh gosh this is like so like we really grew up in attitude era because we yeah. were so like in that time but i remember the first time seeing trish i didn't know that she would become what she became because the women were like used in certain ways so i was like okay yeah she's pretty she's blonde she has big boobs you know she's gonna be that but lita for some reason just was so different to me like i instantly connected with lita the red hair the red outfit my sister and i were, were like yeah she she's it she was unique i guess back then. the cargo pants the thong showing the belly tops the fishnet tops the, i did love lita too like lita i felt like i was more towards like i feel like i was a little bit of both of them because i was a tomboy growing up so yeah i was gravitating to lita but i was also oh, my aunt always made sure that i was fly like we always was always up to par so that's when the trish in me came out like <laughs> i like that i like that. right so I, I gravitated towards the both of them um but what i liked about lita is like she they put her in the footsteps kind of like and behind china mm. fighting with the dudes you know doing um swanton bombs leader bombs yeah. diving off the through the ropes off the top of the ropes taking chair shots you know that that's what um i loved about leader and wwe like that's one of the things wwe got right yeah I, it's funny like you reminded me of some of the like when you said chair shots leader was taking some fucking chair shots yo like yeah, a lot of that is like edited out the network now, but that they were her and Trish, like she got put through tables and they were really, you know, mingling with the men. But like you said, Lita was definitely more in the realm of China where she and she had a few matches with China, I believe, too. Um, and she was definitely in there with them. But I want to talk a little bit more about Team Extreme, just because the Hardy Boys at that point, too, was, yes, they were definitely unique at the time. We loved them when we were kids because they were high flyers. They were different. They were, like, edgy at the time. <laughs> and it was, like, the perfect contrast to, like, Trish because she was, like you know blonde she was more you know put together at the time and she wasn't really getting as like i guess dirty as like lita was back then yeah i mean her dirty was more so sleeping with the boss <laughs> yep yep being that. the caretaker to linda and then you know having to be on all fours in the ring and beg for mr mcmahon like apologize and do the kiss my ass club and stuff like that yeah. But, you know, The Rock got him back on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another great thing about the Attitude Era is usually The Rock or Stone Cold definitely came through to make sure shit was, you know. Right. And for, and for people that you wouldn't even expect, like, I would have never expected for The Rock to come and save Trish Stratus mm -hmm. or even during Ruthless Aggression when Stone Cold stayed, saved Stacey Keebler. He ended up stunning her at the end, but, you know. He I mean, saved her from a, a chair shot from um, Scott Steiner, so that's always a good thing. 
Yo, just that whole just that whole statement you just made is just so crazy to me. But so Lita and Trish, so Trish was always kind of the heel during much of the uh, Attitude Era, I guess, and Lita was the one that we kind of like more rooted for. And I forgot because I was looking back at YouTube videos of how good Trish was on the mic, like. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, she was like flaming, like she was disrespectful. <laughs> she was, she was, she was, she was. Especially when TNA came, it's like she was the mouthpiece, and TNA was just like the tall brute guys, and it was like if I say go, go. But then I believe she broke up, like they broke off. Test, she turned on Test and was with A Train for a little bit, and then I don't know what happened with A Train after that. I can't remember. And then it was clear Trish was definitely going to be something. Right. Definitely something. And so I forgot that. So they always were kind of like either allies or enemy, like you said, frenemies, I guess. Definitely frenemies. Definitely frenemies throughout pretty much their whole career. That's why I was kind of like, we're going to kind of talk about them together because they're so intertwined. And I didn't realize that Trish interfered when Lita was trying to get the women's championship from Stephanie McMahon. So it's so many different, I guess I'm also like plugging our episodes because we have a Stephanie McMahon episode too, where they always kind of ming like was intertwined. They always mingled. Like, yeah. hmm Yeah. It's fine to plug our episodes. It's fine. They always <laughs> mingle. They won't watch it anyway. Yeah, they gotta listen to our whole Attitude Era playlist. Because right. there were times where they were allies, where they mm-hmm. against other people like Molly Holly and Gail Kim. Um, and then I also, for, I guess I didn't forget, but it was nice to rewatch that whole Chris Jericho, Christian, Trish, love triangle. Like, Lita even was involved in that as well, while kind of putting the bug in Trish's ear and and so even just seeing how things you don't even know that they were kind of involved together like they were. Right. Yeah. And the whole bridal shower <laughs> for, for Lita when she was about to marry Kane and all of them was there. And Lita was like, what? No, nah, I'm not. Mm-mm. This no. ain't it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't it at all. Nope. Yes. But I... It's funny because when you think about the women of the Attitude Era, you always think about Lita and Trish. Like, Lita and Trish, Lita and Trish. Because also, WWE puts the spotlight on them, which, I mean, is granted they're both in the Hall of Fame. I think Trish went in in 2013 and Lita went in in 2014 and they inducted each other, which I think, I mean, who else was really going to... It was only right that they did. It would have been stupid for anybody else to induct them. Yeah, they were definitely... they They had to do it. They had to do it. So we also can't talk about Trish and Lita without talking about the history that they made with their Raw main event. Well, I was just about to say that. They were like the first women to main event Raw. Mm-hmm. That's huge. For the championship. And I remember watching, I, I think it was a, a, a special leading up to Evolution. And they were talking about how they walked in and they was looking at, for their match on the card, like to see if there's on the card. And Trish was just like, wait a minute, what? Is this a mistake? Like, we're main event in Raw, like we're the last match. And at that time it was, I mean, it's still a big deal now, but at that time it was such a big deal because 
like like we all know, the women really didn't have those chances and opportunities to main event to even have a more than a five minute match. So now your main events and main events is usually between seven to ten, ten to fifteen, fifteen to twenty minutes long. And you have to sit here and carry that. And I feel like them carrying that led into Bailey and Sasha's Iron Woman match, last man standing match, and next week takeover match. Like because these women literally were just like giving their all 110% every night to prove themselves. So when I, I, I remember watching that match, I was just like, for some reason, like watching that match and getting that big overview of the crowd when they're coming out, it just looks so bright. Yeah. It just looked like their main event in Mania or, or SummerSlam was about like their main event in a big pay-per-view event. And I'm just like, now looking at it, I'm just taking it back and saying it all like, yo, like these women are really, they really did their shit. Like they, they really did their shit. Mm -hmm. And it's even more interesting because during that time you had like Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, who would normally be the main event. But now the women, people are so invested in the Trish and Lita feud at this point. Like they, you know, they warranted the main event. Like people wanted to see that. And for women at that time, that... That had to be huge, huge. Right. Huge. Definitely. It's still huge. <clears throat> yeah, right? And even now, like, the women main event all the time, you know, we complain. Well, I should, maybe shouldn't say we, but, like, sometimes they don't get as much screen time as we think they should. But it was not, it's, like, they get way more than the women did back then, and it was only a focal point on two women. So I think, like, just to see, like, how far we've come at that point, in that regard is crazy to right. me. Right. Um, so just some quick little fun facts about Lita. So she was champion four times. Um, and she had a retirement match against Mickey James. And like we said before, she was in the Hall of Fame in 2014. And countless women. You said she was champion four times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so many women say that she was their inspiration and how she was different and how she inspired a lot of people. I think about that picture of AJ Lee crying, meeting Lita, and then being able to be a wrestler like her is really cool. And then Trish, she was hardcore champion. She was champion she was. seven times. And, and that seems like such a lot at the time for a woman now like now probably not because Shaw's been champion like a zillion times 16 like, times like her dad like like crazy but for her to have been champion seven times like she at one point held the record for the woman with the most championship reigns and i think she, that was definitely she definitely deserved that because trish definitely changed mm -hmm. the game for sure more so after the Attitude Era, I think, but, or showed, you know, what she was really capable of, but Trish definitely, definitely deserves all of the accolades that she gets. Right. I just want to be able to sit down with, like, them, who, those of who was in the Attitude Era and carried on into the Ruthless Aggression Era to ask, like, them personally, what was your favorite era to be in? Mm. Like, at the fan standpoint, we're going to automatically say Attitude Era. Yeah. Because Attitude Era was more raunchy. It was really, really raw. It was really real, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was no Fs given. No mm. Fs given. Ruthless Aggression, they tried 
but it just really wasn't working out. Like the only person that was really giving no Fs were Stone Cold. Yeah. And then when he left and they had Triple H, you know, you know, when he came back from his, when Stone Cold left in 2004, after his match, his WrestleMania match with Rock, he left Louis but after that, but it just, it just wasn't the same. Like the Rock was in Hollywood, um, Triple H, it's like everything was falling on Triple H. You had John Cena who was climbing up the ranks. You had Kurt Angle. And then you had the women just kind of fall back down because they're trying to get it back up with these men. And then when the women started to come up, you had Victoria, Jazz, uh, Molly Holly, Mickey James. Um, who else went ruthless aggressions? Gail Kim. And still, Trisha Lita still carrying on that torch. Like, listen, we, 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 we here. Like, we still got to do it. So I just want to ask them like what were their favorite eras yeah. to wrestle in yeah that is i would love to know what they preferred because i feel like after the attitude era their careers definitely was different like mm-hmm. that mixed up with the whole matt hardy situation and then she got turned into like a slut that was like her role which was like looking back now that I'm older it's very disappointing that someone like Lita like that and like even the way she left like that was kind of what a lot of people remember her for for a long time which kind of sucks I mean no shade no tea but it's kind of a full circle moment you come in as a hoe you leave as a slut (laughs) I mean that is how we first saw her though like I mean, <laughs> I wasn't like watching wrestling. Oh, keep it real. You gotta keep it real. I wasn't watching wrestling like all the way during that whole situation. I would just see things because it was like on. I hate to say it was on the internet because it really felt that's how like old that was. Like it was just like, oh my god, Matt Hardy's posting stuff on the internet about it. And I was it was just very odd. So that's how I even found out about the whole love triangle. But I'm glad that like she sort of kind of was able to redeem her image a little bit. Like she presented the new women's championship. That was cool. I don't like you came commentator. Yeah. yeah. She she did she did some stuff, but like Lita always sort of they always held um sorry they always held Trish in a very high regard like her image always sort of stayed intact they always talk of her fondly her retirement match was in Canada where she won the championship like how more perfect can that be against Lita, so that was really cool and she had her last match I do this because I feel like wrestlers are always having you never really retire from wrestling so you like you really can't do it anymore or you're dead right and she gets kind of almost better with age a little bit and um so we have a summer scene episode we talk about her match um with Charlotte but how did you feel about that being Trisha's like kind of send-off against Charlotte in Canada um from a creative's perspective, it was a great move because her first retirement match, like you said, she won in her hometown. So why not come to all this mess and have somebody kind of dethrone you in your own town? Mm. Now, I really wish that they would have said, they would have given Trish the mic and she would have dropped the bomb. Like, you know what? Charlie you may have tried to dethrone me here, but I can come and dethrone you in your town too and let that few keep going a little bit more yeah. so it could be like that would have been a good creative standpoint a good creative writing from that perspective but I do 
I do like it because it gives you a cliffhanger. Like, when will Trish come back? And if she comes back, will she be going after Charlotte for trying to embarrass her in Canada and her hometown? So there's always room for growth and for change and for seeing new things, different storylines and stuff of that nature. So we shall see. We'll see. So do you have a favorite Lita moment? Mm. Do I have a favorite? I think, I don't know if it's like a favorite Lita moment, but I know when she first came and she was with um, the Mexican wrestler, I can't think of his name right now. Say Rios? And <laughs> they tried, huh? Say Rios? Yes, Say Rios. Um, and they tried to make her look like that typical Mexican girl with the lip liner and the hair and the earring and all that. Brows. So I don't know if it's a moment, but it was she. He had lost a match, and he was so mad, and he was like speaking Spanish to her, and you can tell that she knew nothing he was saying. <laughs> like her face, it was just like what, what, huh, what, yeah. And you could tell, like, she knew nothing at all. And I look back at that, and I just sit there and laugh. I'm like, damn, like, this girl, real name is Amy Dumas, and y'all got her as leader because she looks Mexican, and she don't speak a lick or understand a lick of Spanish, and y'all just gonna put her out here with a Spanish-speaking wrestler. I can't. <laughs> I it's funny. I didn't remember that until you, until you brought it up. And that was actually, like, really funny. Uh, I think my favorite Lita moment is anytime she's with the Hardy Boys. Like, that just sticks out to me so much. Just, I think them together was just so, it just worked. Like, it couldn't have been any more perfect than to put them together. And she was helping them win matches. And she was doing the same shit they were doing, the same shit Jeff Hardy was doing. Uh-huh. I think back then, I was just stuck in my head. Do you have a favorite Trish moment? I don't know, because Trish was just, like, a boss bitch. Like, <clears throat> she was. her fuse with Stephanie and Linda were classic. Um, her teaming with the Dudley boys and then being put through a table by them. Um, you know, like, she was just a boss bitch. Like, I like the episode where she stood up to Paul Heyman because he was being a sleazeball. It was horrible. Disgusting. And she wasn't having it, like, you know. So I don't know. I, there are a lot of Trish moments that I love. I really can't pinpoint one. Same. I can't. Help. Same. I think I, it's like what you said. Like I think it's the evolution of Trish. Her going from eye candy to like a legit wrestler and like really respected. <laughs> it was cool, and she became a boss ass. But she went from like barking in the ring to like really owning her shit and also inspiring mad people in the process yeah i can't choose a favorite trish moment i think i think she really she really killed it and then i i just also used to love her boots <laughs> i used to really as a kid be like i really want like i'm like 10 like yo i'm about to get those boots <laughs> right trish if you still have boots like those like pino right i'm like get them i'm like stuck on them but i really i love that we waited till the end of our attitude era summer series to cover trish and lita and i guess this is a good time really quick to kind of sum up our series and i don't know if people are going to watch and listen to this out of order but this is our 
last one that we recorded in our series, but I think this was the best way to, to spend the summer, was looking back at the Molly Hollies, the Jacquelines, the Chinas, the Terry Runnels, and the Debras and shit. Sables. Yes, Sable. Shout out to Sable. Yeah, wherever she at. Right? <laughs> I would be mad if I heard her music pop and she came right? back. Especially for like the old school fans, like they people wouldn't even know it. Like imagine like a Royal Rumble, you just heard that like cat sound. I'll be like, oh, y'all don't even know. <laughs> Jumping through the TV, yes. that is just through the TV. Yes, shout out to the Attitude Era though. Fun time. Yeah, you Attitude Era babies. If you know, you know. No, and I also love that a lot of young our younger listeners and are getting more of an insight and then what's cool about this series too is people are like oh you made me remember this and I had to go back and watch it or I'm glad you reminded me of that and or people that wasn't watching wrestling at the time like that are our age and I'm like I'm glad I didn't grow up in this time <laughs> you missed out then I'm gonna tell you, you missed out it was definitely a, a time and I'm, I'm so glad that we was able to look back definitely 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 so so guys after this series and patricia posted it on our patreon so i'm gonna say it now uh we will be taking a break yes we literally been head like going headstrong since january so from with all this nonsense that's been going on like we are so happy that we were able to provide an outlet for you mm-hmm. to get your minds off of you know covid kobe bryant pop smoke for those who are pop smoke fans um everybody who's been like dropping like flies and you know everybody who lost anybody you know p and i have lost family members throughout this time so it was just so good it's always so good and refreshing to hear to see your comments and say you know like we helped you get through this you know i feel like we helped out we helped each other get through this too with um covid with um whatever was going on but we'll be taking a break yes to recuperate yes relax but you know you can always hit us up on our um social medias t wrestling girls on twitter those wrestling girls on facebook instagram our facebook discussion group you could listen to our patreon we still will be dropping patreon stuff so we won't be completely out of the fold and we will still be live tweeting raw smackdown and xt um big events like SummerSlam and you know uh payback and all of that so we won't be completely out of the frame but we'll be back in september and we appreciate you all, and this break is definitely needed, and we appreciate you guys supporting us through that. And, um, yeah, this is so fun. This, this It was so fun. And we're going to kick off our Ruthless Aggression. Huh? I said the first of many series. Yes, the first of many series. Our next series is definitely going to be Ruthless Aggression. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It just has to be. Yeah. But... On that note, it's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. And we are out.